The views and opinions expressed on the following program are that of the host and their guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of CJAM-FM. Let's hear now an example of correct microphone placing. C-J-A-M C-JAM 99.1 FM Reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Uh, presumably, for something like that, you'd be using a, a very large number of microphones, wouldn't you? You're listening to Win City Sports on CGM. 99.1 FM. Now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Yo, what's good, everyone? You're listening to C-Jam Radio 99.1 FM, where we are now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're listening to Wind City Sports with your host, as always, Drake Damore. This is Windsor's only local sport podcast, and we are here every Thursday on CJAM live at 8 p.m. Replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m., and you can hear every single one of our old shows on soundcloud.com slash windcitysports or on cjam.ca. We also have a Facebook and Twitter account, and we'll talk all about that at the end of the show. It is June 22nd, 2017. Our Windsor Clippers are kicking off the... Uh, first round of the playoffs tonight against the Wallsburg Red Devils. We have some news to talk about in regards to the Winter Clippers Junior B lacrosse team later on in the show, uh, as well as some upcoming events and stuff going on in Windsor and the surrounding area in the next little bit. But first, I want to introduce our guest for this week's episode of Wind City Sports. We have an interview coming up soon with number four of the Windsor Express, Noel Mulfit. He is a fellow Canadian from St. John's, Newfoundland, and uh, he talks about his background uh, playing hockey growing up and transitioning to basketball, then making it to the Windsor Express. He also talks about his upcoming basketball camp this Saturday, June 24th, at the John Atkinson Memorial uh, Recreation Center. Uh, we'll talk about that later on in the show after his interview. But Wind City Sports is proud to be a sponsor in uh, Noel's basketball camp this Saturday. We'll be sponsoring some of the kids that come in to participate in his camp, we uh, learned some basketball skills and having some fun over at the gym at John Atkinson Memorial Recreation Center. I've always talked on the show and just in general, I like how the Express kind of do these things. Uh, this is Noel all, all on his own, setting this up and doing his own thing. As he talks in the uh, in the interview later on, he's actually a free agent right now. But all, all the Express, whenever uh, the season is going, they, they visit schools and they visit visit locations and have people come and, and and just meet them and you know give them some advice and talk about basketball sign autographs take pictures they're they're more than happy to do all this stuff which um really carries out the professionalism of the team and it's something that we also talk about in the interview so we're going to get right into that interview in a few moments here uh just uh want to say thanks to everyone who listened to my last two shows uh, the two most played episodes ever of all time in Win City Sports. Uh, my brother Darren Demore joined me for a two-part episode uh, talking about his trip to Montreal, Quebec, Canada, where he trained with guys like GSP and Joe Duffy. And uh, we're in the same room as Vitor Belfort and many, many UFC greats. 
it was really cool for me and and for everyone to just kind of hear his story so if you haven't listened to it you can go back onto the soundcloud and listen um we'll talk about that at the end of the show as always how to do that and if you go through facebook i've discovered that it, it brings you right to the app and it tries to make you install and install the app and make an account and all that you don't have to do that if you don't want to you can go to your browser and just go to soundcloud.com slash sports. Or if you're on Twitter or a different outlet, it will bring you right to the browser in the app. Or uh, if you're on desktop, then you won't have any problem uh, just listening on SoundCloud. But the Carousel of Nations is in full swing here in Windsor. Uh, we're going to hear a quick PSA about the Carousel of Nations. And then following that, we're going to get right into the interview with Noel Moffat of the Windsor Express. For 43 years, the Multicultural Council of Windsor-Essex County has dazzled us with the Carousel of Nations and invites you to continue the experience. This year's Carousel of Nations runs from June 16th to 25th, with ethnocultural groups opening up their cultural centers in celebration of their home countries. Visitors can delight in the tastes, sounds, and traditions of these cultures. This year features Bavarian, Caribbean, Filipino, Greek, Hungarian, Macedonian, Polish, Romanian, Scottish, Serbian, Slovak, Ukrainian, Chinese, German, and Italian villages. The Carousel of Nations, June 16th to 25th. More information at carouselofnations.com. All right, well, I'm Nolan Sound. I'm here uh, in the studio on the line. I got Noel Moffat. How's it going, man? This is number four of the Windsor Express. Uh, it's going good, thanks. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on here. Yeah, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, so like I said, as we were talking off air there, uh, I want to get a little background on yourself, as we normally do here on Wind City Sports. So uh, we know you're a basketball player, but just tell me uh, where you're from and uh, when you started playing and why and all that stuff. Sure, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm actually from St. John's, Newfoundland, um, on the East Coast. Um, I was actually more of a hockey player growing up. I played uh, hockey was my main sport. I played recreational basketball in my backyard and things like that. I mean, I played every sport growing up, but never really played basketball too competitively. And then uh, grade 12, I got a little burnt out from hockey and then decided I was just going to play high school hockey and high school basketball. And, um, like, didn't really have any aspirations to go far with basketball. And then my high school basketball coach was actually the assistant coach of uh, UI, uh, the CIS team that is in St. John's. So had a pretty good year basketball-wise. And then because of the connection I had with the university team through my head coach, um, I was recruited slash kind of walked on to the, um, the Memorial Seahawks, which is the CIS team in Newfoundland, and had a pretty good career. Um, as a university player, I wasn't say maybe a little above average, but I was not never a superstar, but I was a pretty good player. Uh, my main role was rebounding. Um, led the country in rebounding in my fourth year, which kind of put me on the map and kind of made me think that maybe I could play um, after college. And then, um, and then yeah, after my fifth year of university, was uh, contacted by... Um, Windsor Express drafted in their all Canadian draft and they came up to training camp. Not not really sure if I'd make it or not, and uh, luckily made the twelve man roster. And yeah, that was it. Well, that's interesting. I don't really hear of a lot of guys from the East Coast necessarily coming for basketball. You know, uh, like you said, a lot of guys are hockey players. What was uh, the kind of like deciding factor that kind of made you switch uh, switch roles? Um, a few things. I mean, like I said, I, I was getting I was. Uh, when I played, I, so I played AAA hockey and mm. high school hockey. So I was on, I was on the ice almost every day. And yeah, that's a lot. I think I got a little burnt out, and then I also had a few, a uh, few concussions, which 
made me push away a little bit from it just because I, I wasn't as an effective player. After those concussions, I was, I was playing a little more timid. Um, not to say that basketball is not an aggressive sport, but uh, I'm pretty, no one will argue that hockey is uh, probably more risk of taking a concussion than basketball. Mm-hmm. So um, that was kind of those two factors. And um, once I started playing basketball, I really actually enjoyed it. And so uh, I just decided, yeah. why not? Yeah, basketball see a future in it, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, uh, like I said, then you were recruited by the Express, uh, drafted into their uh, their draft last year. So what was the transition like going from college to, to professional? Uh, what are, like, some little things you noticed? It's a good question. The transition was tough. Probably the toughest part was just getting accustomed to the size and the speed of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, skill level is probably... Uh, it was definitely a jump, but I wouldn't say as much as the just the size and the and the the quickness of the players. Um, so I'm a I'm a two guard, two three I should say. Um, and the university level, a six five two guard is a pretty pretty good size guard. Um, but at the university level or at the pro level, sorry, um, I'm average, if not probably a little small for my position right now, which is something I was not used to. And then, um, yeah, just the quickness and even the skills. It's, it's all a jump, right? So this year was definitely an adjustment for me. Um, but I think I, I think I did a good job holding my own and kind of getting accustomed to the game. Um, so, yeah, I would say those a couple things. Cool. Um, so, like I said, you're transitioning from uh, college to professional, playing with the bigger boys. Uh, what are some things that you've learned from your teammates and coaches that have really uh, stood out this past year? Good question, Drake. So, so many things, really. Um, it's still a uh, uh, how do I put? It? It's still a learning process for you, I'm sure. Like, it's only your first year, right? But um, yeah. you know, just like maybe some little things you notice and like how the guys train or how they how they carry themselves out, how they play. Uh, just tiny things, maybe that you may have noticed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's definitely still a learning process. I'd say a few small things, just the way um, you have to carry yourself as a pro and um, in Windsor. Um, and in any any as any professional athlete, any city, um, you're usually looked up to, and um, you, have, you have to conduct yourself in a certain way that you might not have to um, if you if you weren't a professional athlete. And you always have to be aware that people are watching and those kind of things because we are role models to a lot of kids. Um, so I remember one of the first one of the first meetings that was something that I, I kind of had to kind of adjust my mindset and realize that. Um, people are watching when you might not be looking and you might not realize and uh, kids look up to you um so you know just i I would say more so learning process was how how to conduct yourself and how to act and how to speak with people and um kind of outside outside the basketball arena or outside the basketball court um just how you conduct yourself and i definitely learned um a lot from from players um on how to do that and uh that's that was a good, I would say, a really good lesson I learned this year. Mm-hmm. That's a huge part of, of being a professional athlete. And uh, one yeah. thing I was going to mention to you uh, later on, but since it came up, the way you carry yourself on on uh, social media uh, is very professional. And I really uh, noticed that when we were setting this up, kind of you know getting some questions lined up for you. So I kind of creeped your uh, Facebook and Twitter there. And like I said, you just yeah. carry yourself out professionally. Not to say that anyone else is not doing that, but it's just good to see our local athletes do such a thing. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. 
This year uh, it was a very interesting year for the Windsor Express. They've been through a lot of ups and downs lately. Um, I tweeted that out a little while ago, and what I meant by that was, uh, you know, going from the best team in the league in a fresh team in a fresh league, and then you know losing some players, picking up some new players, and you know the tables kind of turned with the uh, London Lightning now being the top team. Uh, but they, they carried themselves out great. And uh, one thing I want to ask is, uh, what was it like spending time in Lakeshore? What was the, the move like there? Uh, it was great. It was definitely an adjustment. Um, but they treated us really well out there. Um, smaller arena. So um, I would say a little, probably a little less fans, but probably a little more atmosphere just because everyone's packed into a smaller area. So it was really good. Yeah. Very uh, good. Cool. But uh, yeah, so uh, being in Newfoundland, um, Go, when we were setting this up, I didn't know you we were from there. Um, did you guys hear of the Windsor Express? Obviously, they, they were back-to-back champions. You guys have a team out there. Uh, being involved in basketball, you probably uh, had heard of them or seen them around, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew who they were. and um, I heard, I've, uh, of course, learned about the league and stuff like that mm-hmm. before before committing and signing with them. Um, did my research and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, given the team's history, like they've been through a lot of ups and downs, uh, back-to-back champions, coming close a couple times too. But uh, you spent the last year with them, and you got to uh, click with a lot of guys. I'm sure I talked to Tony Bennett on the show, and he said he's this is one of the best group of guys that he's been with since the Express started. And uh, just what do you what do you see and expect and anticipate for next season? Um, I'm not really sure yet, to be honest. Um, I haven't resigned with them or. Um, mm-hmm or uh, really talk with them yet, so I'm not really sure what I can what I can expect or what I can really say about that at the moment. But okay. um, they have great management and great coaches, so I'm sure I'm sure they'll do what's best for the team. I'm sure they'll be fine, yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully I'm there. If not, we'll see. Yeah, well, that works. going to transition to our next little part here. Um, do you have any future goals in, in basketball? Um, not, not yet. I mean, I, of course I do have goals, but in terms of the immediate future, um, I mean, the season only ended a few few weeks ago, so I'm still mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm staying in the gym, of course, keep my body in good shape and getting stronger. But in terms of basketball, I would say I take a little mental break and physical break from that after the season. And now, um, what is it now? Yeah, end of June, I'll start getting back into basketball and, and assessing what the future holds for me in terms of where I go or where I play. We'll see. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air right now, to be honest. Dude. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because uh, you never know what the future holds, right? I thought maybe, yeah. uh, you, like I said, you don't know, and it could be you're still young. It could be a long ways down the road, but uh, coaching could be an, an opportunity for you as well, as exactly. i seen as you are uh, hosting a basketball camp this weekend. Can you tell us uh, how that came to be and why? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I do camps back home in Newfoundland as well, and uh, after the season, um, I was contacted by a few parents, so I got treated really, really well this year in Windsor, and um, and fans especially treated me extremely well. It's something I was very grateful for. And after the season, um, I moved to Waterloo to spend some time with my girlfriend, um, and wasn't really planning on doing a camp. But then I was contacted by a few parents and even a few players through different social media platforms. A lot of players messaged me on Instagram and. A few parents on my Facebook page just asking me if I was in Windsor and what I was kind of doing the summer and if I would be back doing a camp or anything like that. And the first few times I was kind of like, no, like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I won't be in Windsor this summer. But then after I kept getting a few messages, I kind of thought about it a little bit and then um, 
yeah, decided to uh, decide to put on a camp uh, uh, this Saturday um, under Noel Massa Basketball Academy. So, um, like I said, I did a few before, so I'm really looking forward to that and repaying repaying some uh, some loyal fans. That's awesome. It's great that you uh, you guys are giving back. Um, the Express in general, they are always out doing uh, outreach events, like you know, going to schools and stuff. And I always thought that, that was outstanding. So um, yeah. thank you for thank you for your time and doing the interview with me, and uh, all the best, man. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Drake. It was uh, fun chat with you. Okay, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Wind City Sports on CJM Radio 99.1 FM, Windsor's only local sport podcast. We just heard from Windsor Express's number four, Noel Moffat. Check this guy out on Facebook and Twitter. Like he said, he carries himself out very professionally, uh, as I mentioned in the interview. Uh, this weekend, he's holding the Noel Moffat Basketball Academy for boys and girls ages 7 to 17. It'll be taking place from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., at the John Atkinson Memorial Community Center in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, it includes a t-shirt, Gatorade, and water, and healthy snacks. And they are asked to bring gym shoes. The cost is $75. Uh, to sign up, you can email him at nmoffitt9 at gmail.com or call him at 709-769-7886. Or like I said, find his Twitter and Facebook and you'll see all the information on there. He, he's uh, tweeted and posted a picture of the flyer event. Uh, it is asked that if you are signing up to just inform him on the size of shirt you want. And that is all. You can come out and enjoy some basketball and learn some good skills from a professional player. A uh, professional Canadian player, uh, as it is, like I mentioned in the interview, I wasn't expecting him. To s- I thought he was American, to be honest. Uh, I didn't think he was from Newfoundland. Uh, like I said, I did some research on him, but I really just wanted to learn as much as I could right from him, right from the horse's mouth thought it was pretty cool that he used to play hockey and kind of made that transition into basketball which you don't see too often um but that's that's a canadian for you right there but yeah we're still a long ways away from uh from the nbl season uh the 2017-18 season but i'm looking forward to it uh like i said the express had uh quite the interesting year they they swept uh kitchener waterloo and got swept by london um a hard defeat um, but but they're a strong team and they're level-headed, so I'm, I'm expecting them to come back just as strong as ever. But uh, the, like like Noel said, they they have great management with Bill Jones and uh, Dardis Willis. So hopefully they make the right moves and uh, logistics in the team uh, going forward from now into the preseason and regular season. And hopefully the guys are just you know training and practicing practicing together would be great if you ask me uh it is the off season a long off season it is but um they're keeping busy with uh with these basketball camps they run them uh all on their own uh, like i mentioned before at the beginning of the show and uh he's not the only uh windsor express player to be doing this so keep an eye out for more camps and the express themselves um, they run camps regularly throughout the season and uh yeah so keep your eye open for for stuff like that we're going to move into a little bit of hockey news, talking about the Windsor Spitfires, our 2017 Memorial Cup champions. Uh, still can't believe it. Uh, lot, late last week, Trevor Latowski was officially in, introduced as the club's new head coach. Calling it a no-brainer, the 40-year-old Thunder Bay native says he's looking forward to developing a new crop of players. 
Uh, Warren Reichel, general manager, says Latowski's command of coaching and his ability to treat players with respect is bar none. Latowski is said to have offers or had offers on the table from NHL teams. Uh, I'm not sure the specific which teams and uh, what the role would have been. But uh, he said, like he said, it was a no-brainer to stay here in Windsor. Uh, the the history he's had with them the last two years, two or three years. Uh, actually, when I was in Sarnia, he was the coach of the Sarnia Sting, excuse me, and then followed us here to Windsor. Um, just a transitional two years for them with him and Rocky Thompson um, taking this team and making it into their own, making it a new team, and making them in the champions. So, um, given like like I said, given the history and given the Memorial Cup win this last year. Um, it was pretty obvious that Trevor would be a, a number one pick going like, you know, just moving up from assistant coach to the coach as Rocky Thompson has moved up now with, with this, this Memorial cup championship, the, the team's getting a lot of publicity and a lot, a lot of eyes on them. Right. So a lot of opportunity for guys to move up. Um, it was said that Warren Reichel had a offer on the table from the Colorado avalanche. Uh, I had heard uh, through the grapevine that if he is going to leave, it's got to be the, the, the greatest offer of all time he's got so much invested into the windsor spitfires and so much power and and so much history he's been here i think 10 years now and of course everyone wants to make it to the show in in one way in some fashion but um he's just so dedicated to the team it would have to be an outstanding offer to get him out of his his comfort zone really and get him out of his hometown um which he's he's took this team and created it into a, a, a dynasty, a franchise. And ever since him, Bugner and the other guys took over, it's just been you know guy after guy to make it to the NHL and uh, have have done some big things, which we're going to talk about in a few moments with the draft coming up. Um, but Bob Bugner, as mentioned last week, he moved up to the Florida Panthers head coach. He uh, was assistant coach of the uh, San Jose Sharks. He was a coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets in the past. Um, head coach of the Windsor Spitfire and president of the team. Uh, so congratulations to him. He's going to be coaching Aaron Ekblad, uh, Bell River native. So it's cool to see the connection there. They both said uh, they're very excited to be working with each other. As seen on Windsor Spitfire's uh, Facebook, Michael DiPietro and Gabriel Velarde are among the 42 players invited to Hockey Canada's World Junior Summit Evaluation Camp in Plymouth, Michigan. Uh, Velarde and DiPietro are also two of the individuals of our Windsor Spitfires who are going to be eligible in the NHL draft tomorrow in Chicago. Uh, reading here on the WindsorSpitfires.com, uh, their crew is headed to the 2017 NHL draft in Chicago this weekend. They say they are expecting to hear Gabriel Velarde's name called in the first round. He is ranked number four among all North American skaters according to the NHL Central Scouting Final Rankings. Uh, he is a consensus top five pick. So it's looking like he could end up on rather New Jersey, Philadelphia, Dallas, Colorado, or Vancouver. Michael DiPietro is also high on the board in regards to North American goalies. Fresh off of the MasterCard Memorial Cup title run, during which he earned the nod as the tournament's top goaltender, DiPietro can slide into the first round, but will no doubt be chosen by the time round two is complete on Saturday morning. As I've talked about on the show here before, definitely think he's the MVP of the Memorial Cup uh, tournament, which a lot of people would agree. And I think he should be a first-round goaltender, um, considering the goalies that they have uh, in the draft. I think he will go first round. Uh, players from the Windsor Spitfires that are also eligible to be drafted are forwards Cole Perbu, ranked number 189, and Luke Boca, 201. Uh, both could be late-round picks. 
The Windsor Spitfires have also signed a new defenseman in Thomas Stevenson, who was a 10th round pick in the 27, or sorry, 2015 OHL draft. Uh, the club announced on Wednesday that it has signed the 17-year-old Stevenson to a standard hockey and education agreement. Um, Stevenson is said to be very excited about the opportunity to be playing at the highest level um, that he is eligible for. And is, he said it's just huge and it's hard to put into words. Uh, he's six foot two, 190 pounds, and doesn't turn 18 until October 14th, which is my birthday. Uh, but which means that he will not be eligible for the NHL draft until 2018. Uh, he is said to be a late bloomer, and Warren Reichel is quoted here saying, The kids come a long way, both from physical stature and mental ability. It seems he had some college offers on the table, uh, but failed to further his development on and off the ice in Windsor which has a rich history, I'm sure, uh, obviously with, like I said, the Memorial Cup, drawing a lot of eyes to Windsor and their hockey development system and team. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, changes and a lot of new recruits. And one last piece of hockey news here. Windsor's Sammy Banga has signed a contract to play professionally in Germany with the EC Harzer Falcon in the 2017-18 season. The 24-year-old Banga, uh, who played two seasons with the Junior B of the South Vipers, just wrapped up four seasons at Brock University. Um, He is quoted saying, I'm very excited for the hockey, but more importantly, the life experience in moving and living in a new country. Sammy was a uh, Windsor Junior Spitfires product and named Rookie of the Year in his first season at Brock and produced 39 goals and 95 points in 101 games over four OUA seasons. As mentioned at the top of the show, the Windsor Clippers Junior B lacrosse team is kicking off Game 1 of the first round of the playoffs right now at Forest Glade Arena. They are taking on the Wallaceburg Red Devils in a best-of-five series. Uh, game 3 will be at home, and they are all slated for 8 p.m. games at Forest Glade Arena. Game 5 is here at home if necessary. Some news from last week in regards to the Windsor Clippers. Uh, captain Andrew Garrett, who had been a guest on Wind City Sports along uh, former assistant captain Josh Juvenville last year, they told their story uh, in regards to their uh, athletic careers. Andrew Garrett is now the leading scorer, all-time leading scorer for the Windsor Clippers, uh, scoring over 500 points now. He has also won the overall regular season scoring championship with 146 points this season which also sets a new Clipper season record. Uh, So not only is he the overall all-time scorer, uh, the most points scored for a player in the regular season by the Windsor Clippers, is also Andrew Garrett of this year, scoring 146 points. Trailing behind him at number two is Chase Kavanaugh, is the runner-up to the regular championship. I was at the game on Tuesday, and although it was hot and sticky, it was a great game. They they blew Wallsburg out of the water, and um, normally throughout the season it had been some closer games. The series throughout the season was close. I think it was 2-1-1 and with a tie, uh, Windsor picking up two wins in their uh, four games against each other, and uh, they're battling each other right now. They're going to be playing a five-game series, and I'm hopefully going to make it out to see some of the games. Because I got to give a shout out to Kickstand Cam Shortos. He uh, he used to be part of the Sarnia Imperials football team. He was on the show before, and now he's helping out uh, with the Wallaceburg Red Devils. So uh, shout out to him. Although he is our enemy right now. A little bit of soccer news: We have a game next Friday, June thirtieth. The Windsor TFC is going to be taking on the Masters Football Academy at Alumni Field here at the University of Windsor. At 8 p.m., tickets are only $10 for adults and 5 for children 12 and under. 
But I think that's going to be all here for Wind City Sports on the June 22nd, 2017 edition of Wind City Sports. We're here on CJAM every Thursday live at 8 p.m. Replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m. And you can hear all of our old shows on soundcloud.com slash windcitysports or on cjam.ca if you go to programming. You can find Wind City Sports at the 8 p.m. slot in the last uh, five or six shows are there to download and listen as well on SoundCloud. You can download and take the uh, the audio on the go anywhere you like. Find us on Facebook, CJAM, or go to facebook.com slash Sports. Our handle on Twitter is at WCSCJAM, which is for Wind City Sports CJAM, or you can simply search us and you should find Wind City Sports CJAM on Twitter. Thanks again to Noel Moffitt for taking the time to do the interview with me again today. Uh, as mentioned, you never know what the future holds, and that translates into Wind City Sports every week. Who knows who will be here, our guest on Wind City Sports next week, but we will be back at the next Thursday. Until then, see you later.